Welcome to Different Gravy, not just another Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller. My co-host, well, against Peterborough, we needed Parmageddon. Against Barnsley, it required a Josh Ocalypse. Now, <laughs> to break it all down, we need a nuclear bomb. Bringing the heat, your friend of mine, Dr. Luke Gledall. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm good. I, I, off, I often just let off in Vegas as well. <laughs> I'm yeah. okay. I'm a bit. I'm a bit ill, so I'll try and keep my. We'll see how my voice holds up across coming into. Uh, you know, this might be a mammoth podcast session. We're, we're seeing how that goes, mm. but definitely today we will be covering the uh, final final game of the 2022-23 postseason. Yes. Uh, well, it's, it doesn't sound too bad, Luke. You know, it's uh, thank you. Thank it's you. Probably that's slightly sort of slightly deeper, mm. slightly, slightly more sexy. It has to be said. Ooh. Um, and it, you look like you've got. I, I don't think. I don't know that it is a turtleneck, but it's it's a it's a jumper with a turtleneck vibe. Um, it's just just a t-shirt, mate. Oh well, I'm I'm picturing all sorts of. Basically, you're like the milk tray man sneaking in and <laughs> giving me some some disappointing chockies. Um Ooh, uh... in my in my mind. <laughs> um, well, we should get into it, really, shouldn't mm, we? Let's uh, do that. So the big, yeah, the final game of the season. Uh, the the big showpiece at Wembley uh, had the treat walking down of uh, of being in the vicinity of uh, Miguel Liera with his half Spain half Wednesday shirts, uh, which was a which was a treat. Um, you sent me a picture, which was also a treat of your your pop with his uh, his different gravy t shirt on on the on Wembley Way, which was very nice. Representing indeed, indeed. <laughs> and also, as I send you a video, yeah, my uh, my dad and my eldest brother Andy and my nephew Samuel were. You can briefly see them on the. I guess the media team does those behind the scenes. Yes, videos. yeah. So they are captured on there, getting a getting the, my dad taking a photo of of Andy and Samuel outside Wembley. It was it's excellent, yeah. That almost almost as much coverage as um, John McClaw from Reverend and the Makers got in, in the build up. Well, there we go. <laughs> equal, equal equal billing in my mind, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I've actually had a fun time just in the general media kind of swampage. Just while we're talking about mm. this, um, the I was taking a photo of my 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 buddy Joe because he was uh, behind. Behind the promotion parade bus going through okay, Sheffield nice. City Centre, and uh, it turns around to see him filming and joining in with Will Volts leading uh, "Don't Look Back in Anger." Excellent. So that's Excellent. on there, and then also my old work colleague Paul. Um, I saw. I think that I've, I've just enjoyed the many, many you know football YouTubers who turned up at Hillsborough. Yes, the, uh, for the Peterborough second leg. Yeah, and. Uh, there's two guys called I think they're called two Yorkshire cooks or something or two I don't know something they do pie and a pint or something so they go to a game and review the game and review the pie and the pint that they have okay and they were on the grandstand and I saw my old work colleague Paul with ah. his with his wife and his his kid getting a photo right. taken so it's it's just been nice to just uh you know point out people you know yeah, yeah. I mean you can do things I can do the, the schmancy screen grabs with all my tools um, but it's just fun time. Just I'd like, put it up on my TV and then just send them a picture of me with a remote yeah. and just pointing at them, <laughs> which I did with Joe. So 
yeah, a lot of fun's been had recently with uh, seeing seeing uh, seeing people we know on 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 videos. Yeah, what a treat! Well, that I mean, that's you know, cats out the bag there. That there was a there was a, some sort of victory parade, Luke. Oh, jeez. Oh, come Ugh. on, people. Oh, we're, we're delaying our uh, we're, we're holding back reality momentarily. What, uh, a, what a terrible M Night Shyamalan twist! Yes, uh, ruined. Yeah. Like a far less obnoxious Doctor Strange. We're uh, we're temporarily <laughs> holding back reality. I'm glad you mentioned Doctor Strange because we might get onto him in uh, in in the player reviews. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, just just plant that seed. Oh, because Aidan Flynn has that has one of the worst American accents com- ever committed to film. Is that? i wish it were true i'm a guy from new york oh awful (laughs) awful turns out white privilege isn't the best way to pick people uh funnily enough anyway right anyway here we go here we go where do we start but he he went to public school rich (laughs) he got a really good expensive education he's called flumberdink cumberblink you know it's he's the poshest human alive um right, right. <laughs> um my one of my i've got sort of i've got minute by minute notes <clears throat> but i've also got just little sundry notes at the top um <clears throat> and i think probably the best one to pick out is um is wank embarrassing dj um because that really had an impact on i think the whole game was this tool obviously pretending to dj <laughs> at the side of the pitch and cropping up throughout the match um Playing well, first off, like did play like actual tunes related to I think both clubs. Hmm. Um, we got a bit of hi ho silver lining. We had um, never felt more like singing the blues. But then just generic. What did what did Barnsley have? What was was there like a weird zombie nation thing? Is that something they've they have well, or that. or is that yeah. just generally playing zombie nation alongside? You know, I like I remembered like because there's a weird kind of melange. Of, mm. oh, well, since I've spoiled it, I might as well just kind of jump ahead. Um, you know, like in the celebrations, like we play a bit of Wednesday and then we just play like a Calvin Harris song. Yeah. Or the Don't Blame It on the Night thing, whatever. I'm just yeah. like, I, 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 it's just, it's very, it's very haphazard. Some of the ones I that I think we do sing songs to some of the tunes, like there was a, a couple of the tunes, but what you quickly re- figure out when you try and play it, Try and sing the football chant to the because the football chant is a is a kind of a copy of a copy of a copy of the original song, um, and and tends to be sung very slowly comparatively. And so, like uh, there was, I can't, I don't know what the tune is. I'm not, uh, I don't pretend to be any sort of aficionado in terms of uh, the dancing music, but um, they're, they're like do 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 Carlin Patterson sort of song. Mm. Trying to do that along with the actual track, um, yeah, it just like several hours behind the the, the actual beat of the music. Um, it doesn't work because football chants are kind of yeah collective and slow, so that everybody can kind of join in and mm, um, mm. set against the the recorded version of the track. Sounds kind of ridiculous, but it just it just sort of mocked the atmosphere up. You want to let fans kind of build their own atmosphere. And it meant that there was this in, incessant noise until kickoff. And then it's like, okay, let's try when we're all nervous and kind of uh, probably a little bit exhausted already as well, because it was very hot. 
like let's try and build an atmosphere and it i don't know it just adds to that thing of like wembley just feels like an odd place to me i, I i've I know some people are big fans, but it, it just seems very hard to build and keep an atmosphere. It's a weird place mm. to be fan in because um, I sort of felt like I wanted to help. I was right, but we were right by the band, which is a mixed blessing at best. Um, but I was, you know, I was trying to vociferously join in every time the band were playing a song um, or or we heard it from some other quarters, but it just didn't feel like we could ever get any... Compared to the noise, and I know there was a lot more driving factors behind the noise from the Peterborough game, but like that was a constant yelling, chanting, singing, everything else kind of thing. And then Wembley, it was like every five minutes something went up and then every like 30 minutes Barnsley made some sort of vague noise and then we would jeer and, you know, it just it just didn't feel like there was ever any rolling boil of atmosphere uh, that the fans were able to create. And I remember that from last time too against uh, Hull. The only time we ever really sustained our singing was right at the end when we were just singing the Carlos song again and again and again. Um, and it, it does feel like that's the only... I don't know whether it's because everybody's split apart from the people they normally sit next to, so they're not as comfortable in the mm. in the company that they're in. Or I don't know what it is, but it just... It, I don't know. It's an odd, it's an odd place. Um, <clears throat> and um, it's not just me being bitter because I've now seen... Wednesday lose there and win there and I've got to say the the, the feeling and atmosphere around the ground was very similar <laughs> regardless mm. um the other thing I just want to pick off before we start is uh that Barnsley sponsor logo is mad did you pick up on it no. it looks like such a fake it looks like AI you said AI come up with a fake company and so it's oh, yes, US mobile yeah. But it's got a kind of Soviet slash Nazi eagle over the top of it. It's a very un-American. Uh, uh, it feels a bit elevate, doesn't it? I don't know. It feels a bit feels a bit third Reich. I don't well, I couldn't really work out what 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 what, what is what was that? Because I did look into it for a brief period. Yeah. And I'm like, I still couldn't work out what a US mobile was. Obviously not a mobile in terms of anything to do with cell phones or cellular networks. Well, but that's well, that's the weird thing, isn't it? Because they don't call them mobiles. Anyway. Well, that's that's why I wanted to say. Yeah, I remembered speaking of Flumberdink, Bumberdink. Yes, that was that was a a mild a mild mini point in a episode of Sherlock that decreed someone to be Canadian because they said mobile phone um, as opposed to they're calling it a cell phone. They're a hybrid network operator, apparently. <laughs> But they they also the is all I need to know, Luke. So they, that, they all they also mech into a a Nazi regime. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, so that yeah, I didn't notice that to be honest till I was doing the rewatch because obviously I couldn't see that couldn't see that live. Um, so uh, we went with the same same starting lineup as as we played against Peterborough mm. with Palmer Palmer continuing his midfield berth and Patterson on that right wing back position. Um, Thoughts when you saw the lineup? Yeah, I mean, just just kind of uh, quickly, I'll just get my little sundry piece. Yeah, I was going to say, the build to this, I'm watching Bannon getting interviewed by Prutton by an EFL YouTube production. It feels a lot like the build up and expectation, the framing from the media makes the Peterborough second leg to be a massive event and something that we think is the last play of the season. Playing 18 at Wembley in the player finals is enough for a challenge in itself, but following the coverage from the second leg, it's making me wonder if there's a little too much hype. Yeah. So there's a weird kind of pacing 
kind of event going on, which is just making me feel uneasy, I think, about this kind of game. And mm. I didn't feel uneasy in like, oh, I, I, I feel like we're going to get tongue today. Or, you know, I feel this isn't going to go well. Yeah. I just didn't feel anything. I just recognize it. Just, I, I think the, the uneasiness I felt from, you know, X thousand miles away just couldn't, it just seems to kind of weirdly permeate either there or backwards from what people are yeah. probably feeling in Wembley. So nervy, nervy feeling as a game that hasn't started yet. I feel we're getting endless aerial shots circling Wembley. Um, I feel like whatever happens, I'll get those um, constant aerial uh, shots in my nightmares on repeat. <laughs> Going on to the lineup. Um, I thought like, yeah, I thought it looked quality for what we have and for what we're kind of coming into. Interesting. There was a lot of kind of, uh, there was some pesky, pesky online rumors about, about buyers. Possibly, yeah. Possibly featuring. He was definitely there. It was, it was a, Oh yeah, birthday, birthday day for uh, Georgie B. Yeah, I, I also aided and abetted, I would say, by the local press. There was kind of, uh, mm. I think, Branch had a video saying, "Look at his cheeky face." With when Darren Moore was asked uh, about Byers' uh, potential, the potential of Byers appearing, maybe he was very close. Who knows? Um, mm. I know there was an house talk thread started by someone who tends to be fairly reliable on such things. Um, <clears throat> But obviously, it didn't come to anything in the end. Uh, but Byers has been. I remember talking. Actually, obviously, listened back to uh, in in preparation for the season review. I was listening back to our um, mid mid season uh, junket, um, and Darren Moore had talked about how Byers had been had got on grass several times and just felt not quite felt right, and so restarted his rehab journey and. You wonder if that same sort of thing happened again, if he's just a player who kind of all the bits that people can see look like they should look. Hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, he just doesn't feel comfortable enough. Who knows? You know, it's uh, it's hmm. it's hard to say without any uh, any insight. I, w- I wonder if what the question will ever get asked, really. Um, it doesn't yeah. really matter now. Obviously, with the way the game finished, it's, it would have been a weird question to ask. Um, I, I imagine yeah. if, it, if the result had gone the other way, it probably would have got asked. I mean, I mean, you know, hopefully, like you know, Darren Moore gets him in the hairdresser and puts some get some volume in him. You know, puts one of those <laughs> puts one of those perm helmets on him. Without his, I don't even know what what are they called the perm helmets. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Perm I'm helmets. not to ask. Um, unfortunately, I just Darren in the post match. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the only the only slight comment, and this is a maybe it's even a weird thing to say, is picking that team. That team was was perfect for the Peterborough game because it's ev- absolutely everything we've got in an attacking sense on the pitch. Mm, mm-hmm. um, it leaves you bereft with a when it comes to a bench. Um, so that was the only thing. Is okay over a long game in the heat against a young team, and we're the old team, etc. Feeding into that other narrative going into the game, that they, they were the third youngest squad in the league, and we're the oldest. Um, that was the only. My only thought was, if we don't get grab a goal early, every sub kind of takes us down a more defensive route than what's on the pitch, um, because everybody's. They're all here. Uh, <laughs> um, that's Carlos used to say. All the meat is on the fire. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's all, all on display. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting lineup. Um, I think it's fair to say we 
in our previous games against Barnsley, none of us, including the team, would have felt like we'd given, we'd shown what Sheffield Wednesday's about in the, in any of those in the other two games. Um, so it's a chance to kind of correct the record. Um, it, it's interesting given the squad, the lineup that we put out, what the game ended up being like. Because whilst mm-hmm. the performance was very unlike how we've played through the rest of the season, I think this was very much. A, a pretty standard sort of Sheffield Wednesday 22-23 type game. Yeah. Um, we'll get into the, the nuts and bolts of it, but it's it's kind of kind of be, being that we're maybe 7 out of 10 while the opposition is 6 out of 10 and bossing the game, making half chances but not making huge chances and that kind of hoping and feeling that at some point it's the the bow will break and we'll we'll get that we'll get that one goal and be able to sit back on it is is kind of how the season has gone more often than not. And mm. that, that's sort of what the feeling of the game was overall. Um to jumping ahead of myself. Um, but um it was I mean it was a pretty frantic start to things given that given the heat and sometimes teams in the heat would will will slowly warm into things because they're they're conscious of managing their their energy levels both teams seem to rattle out the blocks i I, it's it seemed to me kind of broken up but Mm. as well the the what sorry ref was a bit sort of busy and kind of seemed to be blowing for everything early doors yeah it it did seem a a rushed frantic hurried Mm. you know it's almost i think the kind of everybody feeling the need to have a quick start as opposed to yeah, yeah. There was something. There was something kind of missing from that. I must say, but like, still, still a little, you know, busy, harried, a little frantic. Yeah. Um. My so my first notes sort of eight minute mark, which was the um. I think what to me felt like the first really good chance of the game mm. Wednesday's way. Um. So it was a decent cross from Windass, almost picked out Johnson. Um. But it was cleared. Not particularly well because the clearance landed with Bannon, um, and Bannon got a got a lovely volley away, um, and probably it was headed into the goal. Whether the keeper would have saved it or not, we don't know because uh, one of the Barnsley defenders, uh, Bobby Thomas, bravely stuck his head on it um, and and directed it wide. But it was a real, it was it was a vicious sort of effort from from Bannon. It was uh, in my notes for that. I, I you know it like you know came out to Bannon. You know, he he chested it down very pompously, you know, yeah. very cartoonish, you know, Asterix the Gaul like chest on it, <laughs> you know, hovered in the air and then just, uh, yeah, he did get some real venom on it. So it was, it was kind of surprising, like how, you know, the, the fortitude of Bobby Thomas's head mm-hmm. that he can uh, get quite a well-placed, comfortable header wide from yes. that, you know, yeah. you thought it might be one which just kind of takes a deflection you know, and really, you know, takes a layer of skin off his face. But um <laughs> Yeah, the sort where they kind of head it and then fall slowly backwards like a tree. Uh could it could yeah. have been one of them. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, with these with these cameras we could get a nice kind of slow motion kind of uh you know, rocky like punch to the face. Oh yeah, like yeah. Slow motion. We could see it like the skin wobbling. His, his jowl wobbling. The DJ Wobble. could pop up and play a sound effect of a tree falling. <laughs> Maybe some Street Fighter 2 sound effects. Who knows? Oh, that would be nice. Hadouken indeed. <laughs> um, so that went out for a corner. The, that corner mm. was was cleared, and and uh, but only as far as as Bannon, who who recycled it uh, to Palmer, and he he hung a ball up to the back post, which Patterson got on the end of, 
Um, and I also had a decent effort with his volley. It was a kind of weird technique he had to, it was kind of poked with the outside of his, uh, outside of his foot. Um, leaping, and he got, leaping half volley, right? Yeah, leaping half volley. And he got, he did get a, he did get a hold of it, but annoyingly it went straight down the keeper's throat. I think it's one of these that you kind of say he got, maybe got too good of a connection because if he, if it was a more of a squirmy effort, it might have gone, to down at the keeper's knees and and caused him a, a bit more of a problem than uh, than going straight at his face did. Yeah, it was a weird one because it it felt like a decent chance. It, like I I didn't feel I can't be too critical of Iorfa no. in this instance. No. It was good improvisation. Yeah, yeah, a couple of couple of decent efforts in that first ten minutes. You know, really kind of I think carries on like starts the narrative of very much of the first half. You know, we were the better side. I must say. Yeah. Well, I, I also, I think that particularly this fellow pressure was kind of brought to the end by the, uh, by a, a pretty, well, it wasn't an injury. Well, the the next, so basically Smith won the foul, Bannon floated in the, the free kick into the box um, and Isted sort of came and cleared with a, with a punch, but he absolutely battered Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty, it's was. a pretty decent whack to the, yeah. to the dome. Pretty much. Um, it's funny how keepers are allowed to do that, and nobody else on the pitch would be. <laughs> it's because um, it was it was full on. Uh, and Patterson, I don't want to say he goes, he doesn't go down easily, but he doesn't stay down that often uh, unless he unless he has an issue. And he, he stayed down for a good long time, um, but it was long enough to kind of kill off that. We'd had that spell of chance after chance after chance, um, and then. That gave them a chance to kind of catch their breath, and we we very rarely react best to breaks in play. And and again, I think this was the case that that little spell of early momentum we had was kind of dissipated a little bit after. Mm. after he got a lot of water squirted on his head by the physios. Yeah, I remember that. Would would uh, you watch the game back? I mean, you were there. What what did you think about any regards to? Because I think we've had a little bit of talk. We will get on to talk of penalty shouts. Mm. Was this like kind of considered or thought about? Because I mean, <clears throat> I mean, he he is mullered pretty heavily by the keeper. Keepers get a, a you know a fair bit of protection. I think I, I at the game I thought I was just expecting to see VAR intervene and say yeah. that's a penalty. But um, I I think watching it back, he did get. He did make clear contact with the ball first, and generally keepers get given more than the benefit of the doubt in those situations. They get given kind mm. of <laughs> uh, acres and acres of doubt uh, or, uh, or benefit. Um, there was no mention, like the commentary didn't say, didn't question it at all. They just sort of said, yeah, he's got to come and do that. So although uh, Don, I, I believe it's Don Goodman is the uh, co-commentator on Sky, he has quite a high bar for violence, uh, it turns out, because mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 there's an incident coming up where he said some ludicrous things. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it was just a bit disappointing because I think we we were obviously riding high in that moment and it was one of those, like it felt like maybe a goal was coming because we were, we were making chances. The ball was sticking... You know, the clearances were going out for corners. Corners were staying in and around the box. You know, it was just one of those those good spells where we were camped in their half for probably sort of 10 minutes solid. Um, but, yeah, the momentum shifted a little bit. They had their first chance then um, when Tedic... They, they, 
Tedic was obviously played to try and play off James. There's a mismatch in height, and it, the, the idea was, from Barnes's point of view, to keep hitting Tedic when he was up against James. Um, to be honest, it didn't really work other than this one time, uh, which is when he managed to sort of get up above James and, and head it down for Phillips, who who fired his his volley over. Or it wasn't a volley, just a, his shot went over the bar. Um, but that was their first chance of the game, really, Barnsley. The first time they'd really had a sniff in our, our half of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I've got sort of the 24th minute, um, which doesn't actually add, add up to anything, but it was just a nice moment of play. It was just a very Gregory moment. Yeah. <laughs> I I was staggered by this. So my note is actually I've got this note as well. So Gregory's somehow completely outpacing the young Barnsley line, takes it 40 yards before winning a throw-in. Yeah. I, I don't kind of understand how it it felt a bit like we're letting letting a child just kind of, you know, <laughs> run away with it. Like, oh, I can't get you. <laughs> but yeah, I I said this is classic Gregorian play. Um because uh <laughs> but it it was the way he turned his body like it wasn't even an ex- it, it was a ball that to be won in the air and he managed to kind of outmuscle the Barnsley player to the extent that actually it just bounced up into his chest and he was then able to go on a run. And I think that's that's what completely took them by surprise, really. So you ended up with the centre-back coming across to cover and the man that he'd out-muscled ha- had quite a bit of catching up to do. Um, but you could just tell Gregory, I mean, again, class- uh, classic Gregory was, I'm going to just make sure that we win the ball. I'll, I'll, I'll carry it as far as I can. If nothing develops in the middle of the pitch, then I'll just make sure we get a throw in. Um <clears throat> So that was yeah, that was um, that was just a treat. It didn't really turn into anything, uh, uh, unfortunately. But uh, just nice to nice to note some some uh, stereotypical play from uh, from a rather enjoyable footballer in in Lee Gregory. Uh, <laughs> I've not got much now for the rest of the half. I don't know if you've got. Uh... Um, yeah, I can kind of pick up from here. I've got some pretty kind of hazy, sketchy notes. I didn't uh, sleep so well when I watched this, and I made notes then. I, I meant to go back and. Rewatch, but uh, time ran away with me for this week. Um, 32nd minute, Barnsley puts some pressure, leads to a corner, and it bobbles back out for Cadden, who puts a very lethargic foot through over the bar. Mm. Uh, 34th minute, Gregory wins a free kick for playing pony with Kitchens. That was nice. <laughs> got, up, got up and rode, uh, rode the young man very, very well, I must say. <laughs> 38th minute, Patterson had a first-time cross for Johnson, who had a very weak header, I recall. Mm-hmm. Forty third minutes. Sorry. Uh, uh, well, at forty minutes, I've got that we uh, we got uh, Dejpon Chansiri uh, sniffing his handkerchief again. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> Maybe that's a lucky thing he's going to have to do in all games now. Anyway, sorry. Mind you, I think the last time we saw him do it was at Peterborough, so maybe it shouldn't. Maybe he shouldn't have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go on. Forty third yeah. minute. We had a long throw from Patterson, long throw from Patterson leads to some Dominic Ayol for hacky sack, but none of this bothers the Barnsley back line. <laughs> I've got a note forty eight minutes, which was the last kind of thing of note for the half. Yes, know. yes. Is this a dangerous attack for Barnsley? Oh no, this was Smith crossing. Um, Smith crossing for Gregory, and then Gregory tries the little flicked header. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Which, which was very clearly blocked by the Barnsley player. It was a really good bit of defending. Yeah. Um, but the the ref and the linesman had several occasions where they just kind of 
stood with their arms up and looked at each other and then kind of decided based on the way the wind was blowing or who put their hand up the most vociferously. Um, it was a pretty... It There was there are big moments in the second half, but there was just lots of moments where you're just like, you are clueless. You've got no... You Neither of you saw this. <laughs> and and you've gone against like the laws of physics to make the decision that you've made. Because there was another one where um, the ball bounced off Cole's shins and they got a throw uh, got a throw in from it as well. There's just too many occasions where they were, yeah, it just felt like they were making it up as they went along, which uh, which is pretty poor. Yeah. You, as I, I made the note, I said it seemed a tough one to call from, I think, the first um, camera angles and then obviously the replays make it a very different story. But yeah, I said also you would hope that the linesman at this level could see it. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I it's not. So it's not have... like it's a big event. It's not like we should get like you know high, <laughs> high quality officials or anything. So, well, also... so with, so with VAR, yeah, with VAR, it is. Let me get this straight. The the referee calls on VAR. Um, so bit, certain types of decision are all checked by VAR. So all goals are, all red cards are. Um, other than that, then it's just clear and obvious errors that are brought to the ref's attention. Um, but that to me is one of those where I know it's a minor thing, but if we've got VAR watching the game and they could go, by the way, lads, that was a corner. It seconds. Nobody needs to review the tape. It's a cut and dry. It's a hundred percent a corner. <laughs> mm. Um, I don't know why. I know. I know we've set standards because we don't want VAR getting involved all the time. But to me, when it's like a a microsecond decision that's just purely, basically, the only reason they haven't called that is the linesman probably can't see because of Smith and the referee's too far away. So yeah. they can't make a right. They can't make a decision on it. Yeah. They're in yeah. the wrong positions. Yeah. So why not just say that's a corner, lads, and you could correct it. The right thing happens. And, you know, that to me feels like it would be a useful addition if you've got VAR there. Um, Because I I don't know, I do, I do struggle to understand what it's adding by and large um, in in the way that it's being implemented. Anyway, sorry, uh, there was a Barnsley chance that you, you mentioned. That's yeah, that's just after that. So I guess that's 40, 49, I guess, 45 plus four. Barnsley, the most dangerous we've seen from them. I often mix a poor clearance that's played around to to bring in Tesic. Mm. Uh but Baz comes in and whacks it wide for a corner. Yes. I that was I did I, I I contemplate it's trying to set a bar for what counts as an incident when you're writing notes because you could write notes about everything and that uh, it was a really good <laughs> I'm offended. No, no, no. No, no, no. I think it's <laughs> totally legit. I'm I'm actually um I'm holding myself really because I think it it was a really good chance, but Tedic just sort of looked like he'd messed his trousers instead of actually doing any football. So it just didn't amount. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of stood really still. Um, you know, it, it, yeah, it was because uh, I think Reese James got the first little touch and then Bannon cleared it, didn't he? But it was a, it was a nice passage of play. It was a clever little pass into Tedic, and if he'd gone to his left, he, he kind of had a free cl- shot on goal, but. He just didn't seem to react in the mo- he. I mean, he looks rubbish. I I don't how he's a Man City youngster. I really? don't know. He uh, I've not seen anything from because he's played against us in almost every game. I think, and I've not really seen anything of note from him. He's just big. Yeah. Anyway. 
I, I guess we can get onto him again. You know, yeah. but like half time. Half time, Cole. How did you feel at half time, Rich? How did you feel? Yeah. How did you feel the game went both from you being there and also both in kind of re review? It's interesting. So I, I think my overall impression watching back is actually we with the nerves and the and the kind of atmosphere of the occasion taken away. I think we actually did better than I gave us credit for on the day. Um, I, I, overall, I found it a pretty poor game of football, and I think that's been echoed by some of the players. Um, mm. But I think watching it back, it was a bit better than I'd given it credit for. I think there was more incidents than I'd kind of glossed over in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. And in that second, yeah, that first half, I, I, I don't know what I could have said at halftime when I was there, really. I, I just didn't, I couldn't really remember very much. I, I, I just felt like we were on our high horse and re- felt like we were in a great position until Patterson got battered. And then nothing really happened for the rest of the game, which is not too far off what, what the way things actually worked out. Um, but I think, yeah, watching back a tight half that we were probably the better team in and definitely had the better chances in. Um, what do you, what was, what was your making of it? I, you know, I, I said a little bitty, but currently showing better than Barnsley slightly. Mm. Not sure what to think of that half. And I'm, I was kind of curious at that point, like how it would look in comparison to what we might see in the second half. Mm. I mean, you know, we're, we're not behind. It's even, we had some, some quite good half chances. I'd say. Yeah. No, that's fair. Decent half chances is 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 where you get to really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so obviously they made mm. a change at half time. The the aforementioned Tedich went off for uh a, another professional nuisance. I think I think uh I think Lee Gregory's a professional nuisance. I would class uh, Ollie Norwood as a professional nuisance as well. And I mean that in the best possible taste. Um, it's not a criticism at all. Do you think there's <laughs> it's a, a just... spot of a spot of the Chris Maguire about Norwood? A little bit, definitely. Yeah, probably a more successful Chris uh, version of Chris Maguire. I, how much uh, to to what tune has uh, Ollie Norwood scored goals? I think season? he's a fairly decent, a fairly consistent goal scorer, but he's also he's got quite a record for himself in playoff games. Um, oh, okay, he because. Uh, he Tramier had back to back, maybe back to back to back promotion, and he was in, heavily involved uh, for them throughout, which is what got him his big move uh, to to Ipswich. In fact, um, and then seemingly, you know, winding winding Wednesday up um, both on the pitch and off the yes. pitch. Yes, yeah, because he was so, so the the wittiest thing I think anyone in Barnsley said. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a joke for you. Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> think about it. It's one of those one of those you gotta really think about. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. You'll get it in a couple of days' time. Yeah. You'll be in the queue at Sainsbury's and you go, ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You won't laugh. You won't laugh. It'll be one of those where like I had like an old you know, an old housemate who just wouldn't would rarely laugh, but just go, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's a that's a unit of humor well done <laughs> i would laugh but i've had my more than my rda of humor <laughs> for, the, for the day so the second half mm. starts all contentious oh doesn't it just in the, in the uh 
and it's uh, it's it's that boy from Sheffield in the in the key of both both <laughs> massive instants, right right from the off. Yeah, he's right in the midst. He's a uh, Sheffield Wednesday's aforementioned professional nuisance. Was Lee, uh, Lee getting, Gregory's doing uh, getting under the skin, getting under the studs of uh, the Barnsley players. And so let's talk about the first one. So this yeah. is this is the VAR call. Um, I just know it. I didn't notice what the minute was, but Gregory goes through Kitching's leg, and Kitching is lucky to still be walking. <laughs> we got the VAR call for that, and I just, I, I was like, "Fuck, am I just gonna just lose my shit over this?" Like, honestly, when that came up, I was just like, mm. "Oh, jeez, is it gonna be this again?" So, so there's a long throw in, flicked on by their player. We didn't really. I think we. This has been a, a an ongoing theme. But we're rubbish at dealing with long throws. Mm. It's a real like it, it's it's one of these things that seems to be the little um, post-it note that is passed on to each generation of Sheffield Wednesday managers and players that that the identity of the club uh, be bad at throw-ins and be really bad at defending long throws. Um, and also, if anybody dribbles, just just let them go by. Those three mm. things seem to be a kind of identity that lives longer than any individual that's actually involved in the club. The, the, if, if the ship of Theseus is the same ship in, in Sheffield Wednesday's uh, regards, it, it is that the last few planks that remain from the original are those, those elements. But um, this, this is one of those. They, they took a long throw. We watched them win the header. It was flicked onto the penalty spot. And yeah, as you say, Kitching kind of got a little touch. Gregory very soon after sort of kicked him um, and we went to VAR. Uh, so opposite end of the pitch to me at the, at the actually watching live, didn't see, you know, kind of saw the usual away fan furore and then the ref not giving anything and then play on. Um, was really <laughs> worried when it went to a VAR review. Um, mm. But I think watching it, back and i think the reason they decided so quickly um well one i think they're both in motion at the same time like it's not like kitching gregory is going to kick the ball away from kitching they're both going for the same ball at the same time yeah which is part of the reason that it was dismissed i also think and this was lots of watches (laughs) um i think gregory touches the ball Kitching touches it onto Gregory. The ball's uh, spin changes. And I think that's why they just dismissed it because they kind of watched three three views and then just very quickly didn't, they didn't watch it endlessly, which happens sometimes. And I think it's because it actually came off Gregory's shin. And so I think you could count that as a successful tackle. Like he got the man, but he didn't, he didn't, it's kind of almost getting the ball and the man at the, at the same time kind of thing rather than, rather than being, one after the other, um, and also I think you, you, it's impo- you can't argue. Even the most ardent Barnsley fan couldn't argue that Kitching has it under any sort of control. No, no. I guess that if you're looking at that, that was the thing I thought about. Was like it's not, it's not any great kind of. It's it's not de- denying any great event. No, you know, in the box, effectively. And I, I think from a VAR point of view, again, it's annoying that we don't get these things explained. Apparently in Germany this season, they've been doing that and it's been really helpful all round. Like refs are coming out and explaining big calls in games. Um, I, I imagine what's happened is the ref has said, I saw there was a coming together, but it didn't amount to much. 
And then the VARs watched it and said, yeah, if you saw the incident and thought it wasn't a foul, we were not seeing anything to add to say it was a really egregious foul. So in terms of that kind of bar of clear and obvious error, yeah, if he says he's seen it, then there's not much to add really from the replay. Mm. Anyway, so not not a penalty, but mm. you, you've seen them given. Mm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure we would be wanting it if it was ours, but it's certainly not a stone waller as I've seen it described <laughs> throughout. It w- it's one of those where a penalty a penalty would be a very harsh thing for what the incident that happened because it was nowhere near a goal scoring opportunity. Um, a bit like that we're recording on the day of the FA Cup final, and uh, there was a very soft penalty given for Man United, and you're like this. It almost feels like we need a free kick in the in the box or something. We need like a second punishment because a penalty for that sort of incident is just way too much of a reward for the situation you were in previously. <laughs> um, penalties for stopping goal scoring opportunities, free kicks in the box for think things that happen in the box <laughs> would would be a bit fairer overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, we've got we've rattle on from that really, pretty much bowling straight into the next uh, big big decision for the ref. Um, a ball bobbles out of a tackle in midfield. Gregory goes full stretch to to win it. Uh, Barnsley's star man Phillips launches himself sort of midriff level at Gregory and um, receives a red card. Yeah, yeah, which was confirmed by VAR, checked and confirmed by VAR. Any. Mm. Doubts about it? Any questions? What do you think? No, I, I just, I, I, I was just the, the shock of the event and the shock of like the big calls being made. Sometimes it's yeah. like you know, you're yes. in a moment of like, I think your heart kind of stops a little bit when you see that. Just, I mean, yeah. I think your heart would stop as a Barnsley fan if you're watching that. Your yes. heart would stop as a Wednesday fan because you're like, that's not, that's not it a good. It's so not a, late. It's not a good challenge at all. No, at no. all. But I, I mean. I I don't think you can really have any complaints. I mean, at the time, it it seemed you know you're in that rush at the moment, and you're like, yeah. I'm honest. I I thought it was bad. I thought it was yeah. a poor poor challenge. It was questionable. I I I feel there's an argument for saying it's a yellow. Like yeah. I think in the heat of the moment, you could say it's a yellow. Um, but it's one where you watch it back and you're like, no, that that is a red. Like you know, yeah. football in our times is very conscious of two two-footed late uncontrolled challenges yeah and it it is one of those so it's a wild challenge to make it, it really is <laughs> um, it, it is it is it is you could call it feral couldn't you yeah i mean it it, it does it, it it beggars belief really mm. um, in, i mean if the... a challenge was a dog it'd be foaming with rabies at the mouth <laughs> Absolutely. Because I think that, again, watching it back, the kind of VAR microscope view of things, um, he doesn't even start moving until Gregory's won the the ball. Like, it's not like, like I was trying to say with the the previous challenge, they're both engaged in the same motion for the same ball. Phillips doesn't launch into his tackle until the ball is gone already. It's just he's so late. Uh, yeah, what the the sort of live instant reaction was like that was that was a dreadful tackle. It's so it was really late. He got nowhere near the ball. He seems to have made contact with the man. Um, I I, I was kind of hopefully chanting red cards. Um, uh, you know, off off off. Um, but 
I think watching it back, absolutely. It's that's a stonewaller. That's an absolute red card. And again, again, it's like there's yeah, there are there are challenges that are dangerous where you're like, you know, we're fortunate nobody's uh, nobody's sustaining a long term injury here, and exactly, it it feels like you could have taken a chunk out of Gregory's shin. Yeah, like one of his one of his one of his studs, one of his many one of his many studs uh, went flailing over. In the <laughs> challenge. Um, so, did you, same as me, sort of immediately feel sick with tension uh, at them going down to ten men? Yeah, I did, and I, I, it, it's a really strange. I mean, well, yeah, we'll get onto this, but it's just like I, I felt like I, this is the funny thing that it's like you know the narrative we have as fans and the brilliant, swathing, lovely, tasty bitterness from the Dingles. Yes. It's just like this this giant like well if it wasn't if that didn't happen. Yeah. Because it, it becomes this weird like well it shouldn't I don't think it should have happened so therefore like it's this yeah. thing like well if it didn't happen like well, as though yeah. as though like that has more weight to it like as an effect like I mean I saw somebody say like oh the red card doesn't even happen if the penalty's given and you're like well you don't know Again, getting into the Doctor Strange multiverse, like f- f- the the two incidents are, are obviously they're not unrelated, but they are separate. Like Phillips yes. could have yeah. could have independently. Well, I mean, they're well. they're related that they happen in the same game. Yes, yeah. And like they are, they are, they're not even third cousins of each other. Honestly, um, and t- therefore Barnsley fans wouldn't be attracted to them. But there we go. There we go. That's the important thing to think about. So, like, no, I think there's that. There's like, oh, you know, if this didn't happen, then we would have been great. But we, yeah. oh, like, but like, I, it feels like strangely a good incident for Barnsley. I it think so. Hell of a lot fucking better from now on. I must yeah. say, like, you know, like didn't didn't look plan. like they were. You know, it was even. You know, but yeah. Wednesday looked the better of the teams in the first. Yeah, game. yeah. And yeah, suddenly it like yeah, it 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 worked for them. I want to. Well, what he bravely doth made the decision to go for it. Basically, you know, we're gonna. The longer the game goes on, the less chance we have. So let's try while we're fresh. Let's let's go for it. Let's put the you know pedal to the metal and try and ramp it up and and score the goal. That you know they went they went all out, which is a really bold thing to do and completely took us by surprise and i think we tried to match their energy but there was a spell where they were bowling us over and like i did this is the kudos you'll get from it fair play it was a great decision to do that you know it i felt like it worked yeah i didn't yeah that's just such a weird weird dynamic from there because I, I said my next note is strange vibes as barnsley largely on top at the start of the second half and you get down to 10 men hmm I think again, in terms of uh, we, we talked about it with the Peterborough game that like Darren Moore's brief as a manager is really simple all the way through the Peterborough game. It never changes. It's just get a goal, get a goal, get a goal, get a goal, get a goal. And for Peterborough, it was like, well, do we sit that back? Do we try and attack a bit and maybe get caught? Do we like there's a there's a huge number of options and it's a much trickier hand to play in a, in a way. And then similarly with yeah, Barnsley kind of, okay, I think a very sober, sensible decision to sort of say, we've got, we've got one less man, 
the longer the game goes on, the less chance we have. We're going to leave more gaps. We're going to become under more pressure. So let's go and try and sort of put put our put put the energy we have on the front foot and and make things happen. Um, a very simple choice, but a sensible choice and a, and, a, and a good one, I think, overall. But Wednesday, you're like, okay, suddenly we should win this game. Now we're against ten men, yeah, and the ten yeah. men are just coming at you in droves. Um, a, a much trickier thing to to a much trickier sort of pick thing to pick your way through i think um i've got the their sort of first good chance of the half came around the 54th minute yeah yeah which was another long throw <laughs> that start, started things off um yeah long throw again cleared to cadden who hits a volley a, a really powerful volley towards goal redirected by kitching seemingly on purpose which was pretty quick thinking from him um, they seem and, they seem great with these uh, these quick willed uh, deflected yeah. headers. You know, yeah. I've never seen never seen such a niche skill set employed. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the uh, the match report things that do like strong, weak kind of thing. Very strong, very strong at weird deflected headers. <laughs> weird headers that look like deflections, but on on repeat viewing are oh, intentional. <laughs> How I meant to do that. Oh, it looked like you didn't mean to do it at all. No, I know. That's that's the power of it. Oh, okay. The deception is where the power lies. I, I guess so. <laughs> but um, a, a real moment, a kind of deja vu moment for the, the Peterborough first leg in the, a shot that was going off target. Um, it's suddenly ricocheting towards our, our goal uh, at, a, at a strange angle. Uh, but thankfully, this one bounced off the bar, and we and we managed to clear it. But it, it it was just case in point that Barnsley were were probably faring better since the sending off than than Wednesday did. Uh. Um, <coughs> sorry, I've been muting. Um, so the next incident I've got is the is uh, a Wednesday shot. Oh, is that um, the fifty? Is that is that from uh, yeah. Wee, Wee Banner? Wee Barry on his on his wee shriveled right hoof that does nothing is neglected, forgotten. <laughs> malnourished withered yes yeah. withered right, right peg <laughs> um yeah johnson and bannon combine neatly on the left flank bannon beautifully turns his man in the box and when we can we can all feel the weight of the moment his right-footed shot curls just wide it was really close very close so close you know great uh, lovely one too and i mean just did it so well to take a touch to get it past his man mm. You know, it was almost yeah. everything was almost textbook up until up until the finish, unfortunately. Yes, which the finish was still think, rather lovely, considering. Oh, still lovely. I think knowing Bannon, you know that the thought was like, I, I, you know, this is this is this moment's big. I should do, you know, because he he he's one of the most kind of aware players <laughs> of like these are big moments. This is a big thing, kind of thing. Um, I think you could just feel that surge of this is a huge bit. This is a huge th- moment in time, moment in this match. Um, but it, this was this was a spell where it was a, it was kind of um, a bit basketball-y. There was there was very little kind of midway stuff. It was just one team attacking, then the other team attacking, and uh, Patterson missed an interception that put Cadden through uh, for for a pretty good chance one on one with the keeper. Um, he got a decent shot away. Cadden had missed a couple to this point, but he got a decent shot away. But thankfully, Dawson saved at his near post. Uh, but it just kind of, yeah, it shows that kind of the fact we're going, we're going back and forth. Did you have any notes on that one, or the? I've got the next one's the next minute as well. 
Uh, no, carry on, please. Yeah. 58 minute. Uh, uh, Windass feeds Johnson. Marvelous Marvin crosses in low and hard. Uh, the defender has a nibble, draws a save from Eistad. Um, and then the rebound nearly falls to Smith, who couldn't quite get one of his uh, jangly limbs to it. <laughs> um, it just felt like something was going to have to give at this point. It, it just was sort of lots of chances, lots of efforts. Um, but then it kind of cooled a little bit, the game, I think. Uh, my next Ooh. note's quite, quite a bit away from that. I don't know if you've got anything between that and the kind of when Patterson came on. Uh, sorry, Volks came on for Patterson. When about said Volks came on for Patterson again? Could you remind me? The, eight, the 79th minute it was. I've got a whole whack here, but I think it's all oh, kind you know. of I think it's all kind of very bitty stuff. I'll pass the mic to Lukey G. Um 63rd minute, Windows wants the ball outside the box, tries to make some space, but his shot is placed well wide. Yeah. Squirmy effort, wasn't it? Indeed. 64th minute, Gregory's almost through and he goes down. It looks a bit too easy, unfortunately. Barnes gather. Mm-hmm. That's close. And, uh, da, da, da. I just made a note, you know, I said bar the counterattacks, you know, Barnsley seemed to be on top and fairly dominant here, I must say. Mm. 69th minute, Bannon pings a long ball for Gregory. It's just too far for him. And then 70th minute, Duff is scheming on, on some more substitutions. Mm-hmm. We get a corner through Johnson with a clip cross put behind for a corner. Bannon balloons it for the big occasion and Heckway meets it with a hearty spaff over the bar. And that was coming into the double substitution for Barnsley at that point. Heckway should do better. He competes so well. He should do better with his headers. I know. It It seems that it just feels a very recurring theme among the Wednesday back line from centre-backs. It's like, it, it seems like the only missing ingredient from this promotion season. It felt like previously we talked about League One. It was like, oh, Rob Jones is good for, you know, five goals. At least. Yes. You know, there's a feeling we should be having, I don't know, I feel like we should have really amassed about 10 goals among the, the kind of back centre-backs. You know, Iortha, Flint, Heckway, any others who are kind of adding to that. You know, I mean, we can't just keep looking at Liam Palmer to just be a roving goal for it from wherever he plays. No. <laughs> you know. That was one of my stats looking at the uh, looking at the season review sort of side of things. Um I think did they say Palmer had scored in like thirteen percent of our games this season. Beautiful, love it. That's really good, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> um, the, I don't really know anything about the Barnsley players, so I don't know what the substitutions really meant. Other than Devante Cole going off was not particularly surprising because he hadn't done anything in the game, but he was he gave us he's given us kittens in the previous two league games. Yeah, uh, and uh, I actually made a hilarious kind of pretty much note which kind of glossed over, which was like I went over the Barnsley lineup. And I'm like, it seems okay, but I've just I've never heard of any of them apart from Devante Cole. Yeah, and then I'd since forgotten most of their names after that to the point where I'd started having to find out what the names were and write it down who did what. Mm. Herbie Kane's a fun name though. It's a fun, yeah. Herbie Kane's was it? Is he a uh, a Liverpool ex Liverpool youngster? Oh, that seems like a possibility. Yes, he is. Good Herbie call. Kane, la. Herbie Kane, Herbie, Herbie, lots of places, eh, Herbie? What are we going to play? We'll play Kirby, Herbie. <laughs> Did you ever play Kirby? Might have called it something else. I, play Kirby. I don't know if we had that. I, I've heard, I know of it, but it's not. Just trying to kick the ball off the curb, basically. It's playing football in the road and trying to kick it off the curb, like bounce it off the curb. I don't feel like I was that poor, Rich. 
We had it. We had a great moment. Had a great Wally. moment. Had a great moment on a on a. Well, we had spot. Spot. Yeah. Spot. So spot's like horse, I guess. Like you know, okay. American terms, horse is like yeah. You don't. Yeah. You you miss a shot, you get a letter. Okay. So yeah. spot is sp s sp sbo sbot and sometimes ass. sometimes full stop. So you just kick it against a wall. So we you, called that you, raw ass, and if you got raw ass, you had to stand in the goal, and everybody got to take penalties. That you uh, it, bend over in the goal with your backside, sort of pointing the penalty spot, and everyone got to take penalties at your bum. And you make that cheeky shine a bum even redder when you get like a yeah. Did you have those like? Did you have those like rubber footballs that look like volleyballs? Sometimes, that fucking, yeah. Fucking stung when they hit your flesh. <laughs> I was quite good actually at uh, getting aiming it at people's buttocks. One of my rare skills as a footballer. <laughs> I just, I just think the saddest thing is you couldn't, you couldn't leverage that some way into a professional football <laughs> career. Exactly. You'd think, you'd think they'd be somewhere in the world of football for me. And I, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a real shame that Championship Manager didn't have a, a stat for uh, raw ass. <laughs> well, well, it's so it's, a, it's quite. Why, why are you, why are you buying Richard Miller? All his, you know, he doesn't have a double figure. <laughs> Ah, actually, he does. If you see Raw Ass, he's got a 19 on that. <laughs> um, Herbie Kane, is, it's enjoyable knowing that he's he's a scouser. But um, I think, it, to me, it sort of sounded like um, a kind of American politician that would be would rail against um, sort of homosexual relations and then be found with some sort of rent boy. <laughs> it's totally is. Totally yeah. Senator Herbie Kane was arrested today <laughs> with a Venezuelan youth. Uh, anyway, back, back to the notes. <laughs> you know, you know that Senator Herbie Kane's taken a few uh, a few uh, bribes in his time, right? In the Senate, uh, he, he takes so many bribes. You almost think that's the only reason he went into politics. <laughs> ne- never, never thought of it that way. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> not while, not while I live in Alberta. We've just elected the uh, Conservatives. Oh, yeah, all your money up the wazoo. And they're looking to uh, privatize healthcare. And oh, 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 wow! It looks like it looks like you've got like um, financial interests in private healthcare. Oh, that's oh, that's, that's a oh, weird coincidence. That's such a weird coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything uh, after the subs? Seventy um, fourth minute, so it's all a bit frustrating here. Never really getting going any sense of the word, and the ten man Barnsley look much stronger. I think the dismissal has helped them think a bit better about this one and, and work harder in the process. Just a yeah. general note, I guess. Mm. Um, okay, so the 78th minute, that's when Pato's off for Volks. That's right. Um, I think Windus had one that he slammed that kind of got blocked away. Okay, yeah. But yeah, 78th minute, there's not really much until just, yeah, like you said, Pato off for Volks. So. And then Nor- the- pretty soon after that, Norwood had a chance where he seemed to clip Hecway's heels but it wasn't given and then he barged James out the way um and then had a had a pretty good shot at goal which uh, Dawson Dawson saved well it was one of those where he was looking like he was going to cross and actually shot instead and sometimes you can get caught out as the goalie there but I thought Dawson did a good job with it you know to think about the MCU he looked a bit like Thor when he put his hammer through that one right it's a bit like a What's a bit like if Thor was from the the Game of Thrones universe? Maybe <laughs> I'd like to think if if it, if he had scored, it would have the VAR would have rolled it ruled it out for the foul on 
Ehekwe, but uh, who knows? Because he definitely clipped his heels. It would be fun if that had happened, because then we could just, you know, add another if statement yes. to this to this continual the multiverse uh, of madness that is multiverse of madness that is Barnsley fans trying to say that uh, they should have it should have <laughs> should should have been better. <laughs> you know. Um, anything else between then and full time? Ah, uh, that point. So got a few bits. Trying to think what's what is interesting. I, at the eighty fifth minute, I said, you know, I I need to ask this, Rich, from you, from a perspective, and what I can't, I really can't recall. This is a game. Is this better than against Hull in the playoff final in the championship? It's hard now because <laughs> because we know the end, and we of course. Did it. Yeah, um, but I think at, definitely at that point I was sort of feeling like it, it's very like Hull in the particularly that second half. Once they got the went down to ten men, it's that same feeling of we've not really turned up here. I think a lot or a lot of the players, mm. if it fi- if it had finished, if we'd lost during ninety minutes, I think a lot of those players would have walked off thinking I really could have done an awful lot better today. Um, I didn't didn't really I didn't really do myself justice, and I think that was the whole the overall feeling of the whole game was whole weren't good, weren't great, but we just didn't we were just weren't there. We were sort of zombies, kind of trudging through it, and that that was a bit like that second half was very like we had the odd moment, but it just felt like we were not we didn't take advantage of the extra man at all. We looked harried on the ball. We mm. weren't. We should have been the team that was calmer. Let them be frantic and we'll be calmer. That should have been the, the way it came across. And it, it just, there was too rare the moments where somebody took responsibility and took that extra touch or took a step around a man so they actually had a choice of passes. Everybody just seemed to be making the simplest pass every time until we got backed into a corner and then losing the ball. The interesting thing, the last thing I, I think I want to say just about, I've got a couple of piffy little notes. Uh, Barnsley's lady physio looks nice. Um, stay classy, Luke. Stay classy. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure she's excellent at her job. But, you know, if I will objectify a physio, then yeah, she looks, she looks like a very pretty one as well. Let's put it that way. Uh, moving on from that. Um, I had a, like that fun little weird thing when I was watching on iFollow and we had like, we had Atty and Rob. Oh yeah, we got Big Dave on commentary. That's um, so nice, and not it? not Big Dave, who's Darren Moore, the the real one, the real one, the real Atty knew you. And they had a weird thing. So on the footage, he was covered like I think they had like a close up. It was like they must have said on Sky, "Oh, there's Atty knew you. He's doing commentary today." You know, X Wednesday. Yeah. You know, but then like so, but we didn't have that commentary feed. So yes. they had the commentary and the footage of like Atty knew you, like turning and like talking to Rob. And it was also kind of nice because it seemed like he was like really kind of invested in trying to like, you know, like talk to him yeah, and yeah. do this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if me and you were like, I feel like most people were commentating, you'd both be watching and like talking to each other, but like yeah. watching the game we're doing this, but he was just like this. So he was just like talking <laughs> like this. I, that was very nice. So I yeah. um, possible highlight of the half. I've got to say, so we talked about this narrative. We talked about what's kind of going on. I, like I realized one thing that I, I made note on and then I kind of had a reflection on afterwards was the fact that like watching this game, I have no idea about, you know, the atmosphere doesn't come across. It's also yeah. difficult because the commentary, Robin, 
um, Rob and Atby were actually right bang next to the Barnsley fans. Okay. So I heard a lot of Barnsley singing to yeah. the point where I had the possibly false impression that they were the loudest. I couldn't hear, I could barely hear any Wednesday fans. Yeah. So that was the first thing I want to bring up and talk about, like, okay. you know, ask you from your experience of being there. What, I mean, what, when you bring like so few bands as they did, they could all share the same hymn sheet, you know? I think it's a bit harder. When you actually fill a stadium, it's just a little bit harder to get that cohesion. But if you've all come in the one minivan, I think right. you get to, you get to practice the songs ahead of time. Um, how many how many packets of digestives can you pass around the Barnsley fans at Wembley? <laughs> Six, possibly seven. <laughs> exactly. I have honestly, I didn't realize until the the because obviously the, the seats are red in Wembley. Until watching it back, there's, there's just so <laughs> many gaps in their bit. It looked like solid. I was like, okay, well, they've got their little bit, and at least they're solid in there. They weren't. There were so many gaps. It was really, it was really weird. Like going around London, um, saw so many Wednesday shirts and none. Yeah. I saw one Barnsley fan, and that was when we were on the way to Wembley. And, but but it seemed like tens of Wednesday shirts. Um, whole families in Wednesday shirts and stuff like just it was it was mad the difference. I don't know whether they just didn't put their shirts on till the only you know the only time I saw a glut of Barnsley fans, Luke, was when uh, when we left and they were all on Wembley Way scurrying, scurrying out of the stadium, <laughs> like rats leaving a sinking ship. Yeah, yeah, six fingered rats. Uh... <laughs> Oh, well, that was the bit. So, like, but again, and the other thing was well, so like, sound wise, yeah, sorry, I, sound wise, to, yeah, please, yeah. yeah. So, I think they overall just quite dead, both sides, the atmosphere. Um, this is this weird Wembley thing. I also think the weather did. The weather did not help. It was punishingly hot. Right. Particularly in our end, it was so sapping. The heat was really like full on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had a basically. It felt like they had two or three bits where they sang something. Uh, Come on, you Reds, or something? Do they sing? I think so. It's it's kind of a, a, it's a bit like Come on, you guys from uh, the Goonies. I believe. Hey, you. Goonies. That's what they sang, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, you guys. Sorry, Alexa's talking. Shut up. Um, hey, you guys. That's what they were chanting. So they yeah. do. That, yeah. They did that like three times in the second half, and they were the loudest when they did that. Mm. I think overall, yeah, overall, most of the atmosphere came from Wednesday fans, but it was it was it wasn't a sustained sort of long term effort on either so, side. So the other thing um, I wanted to kind of bring up was um, the blah blah blah. Was, the thing you've kind of brought up was like the heat. The the heat didn't come across, you know, so yeah. I can't see that. So there was a weird dynamic of like me watching it, and my commentary was the Barnsley fans are whistling for full time. And then they were delaying a throw-in early in the stoppage time oh, yeah. as well. They yeah. were kind of doing a bit of dicking around with the ball. Yeah. And I'm just like there watching and being like, you're on top. This is like yes. your chance to win this, I take this. I didn't understand the time wasting from them at I all. I didn't understand. But I'm like, is that because it's just... But like, I, I think it just feeds into everything about them is like, is that narrative of like, we're little old Barnsley. Yeah. We're, you know, we're the, we're the underdog mentality, despite like... You know, having that, oh, we've got this affliction of this player sent off for a terrible challenge, which was deserved. Yes. So, like, you know, 
oh, we can't go ahead and win this game. And it's like, you're playing the better team. Yeah. Like, you, you sorry, you are the better you side. Are the better team. You yeah, are the better yeah, side from the better. second yeah. half. Pretty, fairly dominantly, I want to say. First half, well, I think we took it. Second half, I think they took it yeah. fairly well. It's interesting, though, because I think that's one of the things, looking back on the stats, I I don't know how much was a perceived like oh like that. I think Barnsley were the better team, but it didn't amount to very much actually. No, like that's probably they had true. Two shots like, on I mean... in the whole game, and it didn't feel like that watching it. Like when you look at the stats back, and it's like we had twenty-two shots and eight on target to their mm. nine and and two. That's a pretty dominant performance if you just take those statistics, and it just. I don't know that it ever felt like that. I think that, well, we're getting on to extra time. I think extra time, that's when the extra man started to show its worth to to an extent. But yeah, that's, that second half, I think they would be, I don't, I don't know why they were time wasting towards the end of that, because as you say, they were the better team in the second half. Um, too much to their credit. I mean, um, we, we, we do get accused of sort of ignoring that there's another team and things when we, when we analyze stuff. So Wednesday, well, it's, focused, it's great. But... I, I love them giving the attention and listening <laughs> and taking the time to reach out to say, <laughs> you guys are bent and one sided. I love it. Please, please just give us your time and attention. Please, any Barnsley fans, please reach out to us and give us an earful about it. Those, those two please, shots. On- please, John Parkin, cry some more. <laughs> your salty, salty tears. Couldn't, couldn't beat us three times in 90 minutes. No, but we we did it right at the, the death of uh, we, we won the, the one that mattered. Time. We won the one that mattered, and we achieved promotion, and you didn't. <laughs> and you will stay in League One next year, my friend. <laughs> and maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe some of your players will fuck off. Maybe, maybe Duff will fuck off. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it, it's um. Well, I think. Well, no, let's not do because that's a kind of end comment sort of thing. But I think it's not. It shouldn't go unsaid that they're the only team that beat us home and away. Like it, over the course of the season. They have been our kryptonite in a season when we actually we beat we went on a run where we were unbeaten against every single team, yeah. other team in the league in that what in that single run it was Barnsley that were the the exception to that rule. Um, mm-hmm. Of all the teams in the league, they were the hardest for us to play. I think I I I would prefer to have played and we beat uh, Plymouth. We got two draws against Ipswich. I would have preferred to play Ipswich. Both those teams finished higher than us in the table, higher than Barnsley in the table. But Barnsley were the team I didn't want to play. Um, yeah. I think set against that and set against the other two games, our performance was actually incredibly impressive on on several levels. Because, yeah, that this this was this was the toughest one for us. It's the dyna- dynamism, it's the youth, um, it's the pressing. Uh, and the energy, and I suppose that's where the the the, the having one extra man maybe equalised things to an extent. Uh, but even then, even then, they they the, you know their best showing was in that period of the game. They were worse with eleven men than they were with ten. Mm. Um, <clears throat> right? Are we at full time? We are at full time. Yeah, that's the full time. Um, from my notes, Duff weirdly having a go at the referee. I didn't know what was happening there on the yeah, coverage. Maybe still about the red card and the penalty. Oh, I don't know. The guy just a, a good manager, but one who just has constant sand in his vajayjay. Um I was going to say, like, this is this is a big event. You've got to care. You've got to give yourself to it. You've got to be professional. You've got to raise your game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, 
you know, it would have been nice to just see one of the Wednesday players smile. Mm. Like it, it's. I know it's hard, but I'm just like, I'm not enjoying this. No, you know, I'm. I, I kind of want something to just give a bit of levity yeah. to the yeah. proceedings. You know, and I get they're stressed. I just would have appreciated like a little bit of joy from the players. I think the pressure was on us, wasn't it? There's definitely, especially the comments you see afterwards. The players more than maybe more than us as fans thought we should get promoted. This is the like yeah the the kind of injustice of not being promoted with the season we had. I think they have they've been good not to say that publicly until they got it over the line. Mm. But I think you feel the full weight of that when you hear them talk after I, it. I think I'm sorry, Rich. I think we're a bit late for this. Can we just have a quick check in on what the uh, Wembley DJ was doing at this point? <laughs> Well, he popped up because so he's at the side of the pitch at the in the uh, at the start of the game, yeah, doing his take DJing in his Puma tracksuit, and then <laughs> half time he was at the Wednesday end, and then I think yeah, full time he was um, he was he was at the Barnsley end. So that was uh, maybe he's just a bringer of bad luck. He's just just bringing bringing it all going Pete Tong on his end. <laughs> he wishes. He wishes. <laughs> Let's get going with the start of extra time. Let's do it. Um, we weirdly get a corner very quickly here. Yeah. I said, would be a great time to do something with it, but it doesn't come to anything. Well, it was a, the header was cleared off the line, wasn't it? It was a Volks. Volks went on the corners because Bannon had been taking all the set pieces, I think, until that point. Well, that goes into long throw, I think. That was my next point, I think. Mm. So I said, you know, we get a, a long throw from BWV. Big Willie Volks. Big Willie Volks. And he almost heads it in through a heckway. You know, yeah, but it was cleared off the line. Though, like, it did look a very easy clearance. It was, a, it was an easy replay, yeah. but it, but it would have beaten if he wasn't there. It would have beaten the keeper, I think. Oh, uh, we can add that to the Barnsley if narrative. <laughs> the, the, the great, the great scales uh, under which every football match is weighed. The, mo- the most tedious Marvel Cinematic Universe multiverse film. Yeah. <laughs> um. The next one, I've got seven minutes, which was a Volk's corner, uh, cleared to the edge of the box. Johnson heads it onto Bannon, who whips a lovely low shot uh, goalwards. Unfortunately, it, it uh, tipped onto the post by the goalkeeper. This is probably his best save, I thought, the uh, the keeper, Eistead. Mm. He had a good game. He made seven saves. He did, and he, he made a couple of... He had a good of... game until he had a bad game. He had a good game until so he had a bad game, yeah. Um, well, he pulled off a Pulled off an amazing stop, which we'll get onto. I don't think we're there yet, but uh... yeah. Well, that was—I thought that was a pretty good stop because he wouldn't have seen it till late, um, and and yeah, he managed to touch it onto the post well enough. Um, so apologies if you've got extra bits because I so I've got two two minutes, seven minutes, nine minutes, all uh, Wednesday chances. I think. Yeah. So, but is is that? Oh, here we go. So we had the the, the goal on clearance on the ninety fifth minute, and then yeah. I have it as ninety eight. But that's the one which is the incredible stop. By yes, his... the double. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk us through it? Well, I, 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 I think I was quite tired at this point, so maybe I'm just kind of bring it in, and you can kind of fill me in on some of the details. I said, "What happened there? Mass <laughs> chaos in the box, and somehow we didn't bag." Oof, is what I've written. Long ball, yeah. So long ball dropped to Windass, who works in a low cross. Gregory pugs at Goldwoods, and Smith gets on the end of it. Uh, taking the final shot. Eisted saves or Isted saves uh, the initial effort and then gets up to stop 
Gregory's follow-up as well. Um, so yeah, great double save from him. And brilliant, I think even Teddy sort of bobbled around for a little while longer. Like a, they didn't get it straight out the box either. No. Um, but it, again, this felt like this was the best spell of pressure we'd had since the start of the game. So, so, uh, since Patterson had gone down, this is the first time it felt like we were building a a sustainable head of steam. <laughs> hmm. uh, there's been there was a lot of froth previously, but it just dissipated to nothing. This was this was actually like felt like consistent. Do you, do you think is again there's that kind of narrative and what I'm kind of missing out on? Like this is a um, this is a kind of a difficult. You know, this is a difficult game for for all of us, for anybody playing. But like that narrative about like you know Barnsley were really busting a gut in the mm. second half. Do you think that is? Do you think that is showing? An extra time. I think possibly, yeah. Yeah. I, I've just noticed, by the way, sorry, I want to c- correct my notes. So that second chance of the half mm. was was the Bannon volley onto the top of the net. Yes. Not the, not the saved one. Sorry, I'd kind of I'd conflated the two in my mind. Yeah, it's the one where Bannon sort of whipped it onto the, yeah. onto the net, um, mm. which wasn't a save. Uh, it looked yeah. good, but comfortably never on target that way. Yeah. It's one and of those, it's on the roof of the net, and it's like, yeah, but that's clearly over. And straight down the keeper's throat, even if it had gone on target, it was yeah. safe. But it was a good, I mean, a really good technique from from Bannon and a nice uh, thinking from, from Johnson as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think they'd. I think that questioning the time wasting is is absolutely fair, but I think that's where it was coming from, is actually now they were starting to crumble a bit. Um, in terms of the energy they put out, Barnsley, and that's uh, the, that's where our we you know we seized the initiative at that point. <clears throat> um, Twelve minutes, Smith does well with a long ball, works it to Johnson. Johnson cuts it back to Bannon, who curls one low towards the near post, and Eisted is at full stretch to turn it away. That was the, that was a good save. That's the one I was trying I was talking about previously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but for all our all our dominance and our efforts in that that first half of extra time, the best chance of the half goes the other way. Ooh. 13 minutes, Barnsley break quickly from the resulting corner. It's one of those awful slow-motion car crashes we've seen so often at Wednesday. They seem to have an extra man and options for passes, and we can't do anything other than passively watch it all unfold. Three passes takes Barnsley from their own box to ours and puts them three on two. Thomas slides it through to the unmarked Luke O'Connell, who has two-thirds of the goal to hit, and somehow he completely fluffs it wide with his, as the commentator said, wand of a left foot. If he has a wand of a left foot, uh, to quote Harry Potter, Accio bottle job. <laughs> <laughs> what a miss. Stunning miss. I, I don't I don't know Harry Potter, but it sounded funny. So I laughed. <laughs> I know he I know he says like spell things. Like <laughs> he, he, did, he ex- <laughs> did he expel your Damas out of play or something? That's right. Yeah, okay. Quidditch and Butterbeer, maybe? I don't know. Something <laughs> he, like that. Tra- he absolutely transphobed it uh, into the into the stance. <laughs> it's such a huge mess. I saw the hilarious thing. Was it someone did a tweet? Was it uh, it's so hot today? I'm I'm sweating. I'm sweating more than Luca Connell in front of an open goal. <laughs> it it's I don't think it's an open goal, but it's it's like you should really get that on target, if not. If not probably score. Oh no, it's it's a. I mean, it felt a huge miss 
live because we've all watched that goal happen against Wednesday with and the dominance beforehand and not getting our, our goal and then the, the opposition just saunter up the pitch and score yeah. like it's nothing. We've all watched that time and time again and yeah, to have that be the ending was absolutely hilarious. I mean, it is, it's a bad miss live. It's even worse watching it back because Dawson is nowhere near where he should be. It's a, he's got a lot of goal to hit. It's not an open goal, but half of it's open. Uh, yeah, just anything half decent goalwards is probably in. But he doesn't. He just lets just, it bounce up off his shin. Just a huge let off for Wednesday. Can't believe <clears> it, yeah. He's one of their little wonder boys, isn't he? They love him. They do. I believe. I don't know yeah. if they do anymore. They did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got the the same minute we make a substitution, uh, hunt on for James, and that means Palmer slips into his third position of the game, uh, having mm. played uh, centre mid, right back, and now he's left sided centre back. It's what he does. It's what he does. It's what he does. Um, anything else for that half? I've just got my final comment for the half was just a dominant half for Wednesday, but ended with a huge let off. I'd say that's true. We, we heard Smith had a looping header over the bar on the 104th oh, yeah. minute. Smudge. And then uh, I think we're kicking off with the second yeah. half. And then I think, I think we get right into a big, we get into we're another, into another big, big, big moment. eh? Yeah. False um, drop. Oh, do you want to go? Yeah. No, I, I, I just no, carry on. Volk <laughs> um, drops a pass into Jack Hunt. Hunt squares up his man and then deftly cuts back to Volks. It's a race between Thomas and Volks, but Volks gets there first and sends the sweetest of shots soaring towards the top corner. He sets off on his customary flip. I start screaming. (laughs) The lino proceeds to urinate on a record number of chips by calling Hunt offside for cruel, cruel. (laughs) I just want to apologize to my cat Leonard because I screamed so loud that I scared him and he ran off. He came back eventually. But uh, he, he was upset. <laughs> in the ifs, ands, and buts that we've talked about, the Barnsley fans having uh, in a fair and just universe, that's uh-huh. the word. it's so beautiful. The strike is so it's so it's good. it's the I feel it's like the best disallowed goal in a playoff final. It must be. Really? It must be. It's got to be. It's oh, such a good finish. Just pokes it, pokes it at home so well in that, and it's and I, and I guess like, is it the whole kind of VAR thing that like, oh, I'm, I, you know, Hunt is offside because Hunt is clearly offside. I you know, know there's, there's no criticism. They don't, so, yeah, so they don't give the offside. They keep playing, which I don't really understand. What if why some bolts had collided into each other and one of them had broken their leg and it was all no? I don't, I don't see why why you do that. I don't understand, especially when it's so. As you say, so it is so obvious. Actually, retrospectives, he's a he's a good bit offside. It's not. He's a good it's not two, three yards offside. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But again, you worry. These are the, these big moments. Sometimes that can be. There's a lot of energy given given up in that moment. The celebration. You also then have the adrenaline sort of floods your body, and the 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 then the absence of that adrenaline can make you feel absolutely sapped. Um, they, so that's a, and at the same time, Barnsley would be buoyed up. It's maybe it's a, li- it's a little bit like when a penalty's saved. You know, sometimes that could be a momentum swing, even though the attack, the attacking team has still got all the things that got led them to the attack in the first place. Saving the penalty um, swings it, swings, yeah, swings the momentum. Um, the next note I've got sort of the twenty minute mark. Which would be 110 minutes. 110, I exactly, yes. What Sorry. is that? Is that Johnson winning a soft free kick? 
It was the Bannon volley after a long throw. Straight, straight at Isted. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't have the Johnson. You talk talk to me about the Johnson one. He just won a soft free kick. That was it. I think I'm just I'm so addled and tired at this point. <laughs> my notes are just so tedious and fair enough. Just monosyllabic utterances. So 26th minute I've got, after several spells down with cramp, Bannon finally caves to the overwhelming pressure and is replaced by Fazeo Dili Bashiru. Uh, classless pricks, Barnsley kick the ball out of play rather than back to Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> um, 27 minutes, a sweet crossfield ball from Palmer finds Hunt, who acrobatically keeps it in and crosses. Gregory's shot is blocked on the way to goal. Um Anderson this time, he and Kitching are having very good games. Uh, mm. He's an impressive figure, that Anderson. In terms of looking at, like, would you yeah. take, you know, which players would you, in an ideal world, take from League One? Um, he, he'd he be pretty pretty high up the list uh, for me. He, he really looks uh, mm-hmm. special. Uh, comfortable on the ball as well. The next note I've got is the big note. Is there anything between that, the, the, the Gregory shot and that for you? 117th minute, Smith was fouled and FDB fouled, but nothing was given. Mm. He 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 sort of rattled them a bit when he came on FDB. They just that little bit of strength and uh, <clears throat> pace seemed I, to, to I, have an impact. Yeah, I guess it's the only time to kind of bring him on that would have mm. an effect. So it's nice to see. Um, you know, 119th minute actually. Um, I, I thought we won a corner, but it wasn't given, and then and then Norwood went down. Looked like he was oh. taken off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? I thought Norwood came off as well, but it, afterwards it doesn't seem like he did. I'm sure they held up the nine. They looked like they were going to make the substitution and somehow they reneged on that that thing. Because I think it was like, oh, I'm going to go off. And it was like, oh, no, I'm going to stay on and then take a penalty, I guess. I guess that's Yeah, because he'd already okay. subbed a substitute, hadn't he? He subbed... Uh... They made a lot of subs. subs Benson came honestly. on in the seventy-second minute and came off on the in, for, in, in within the normal time. Came off in the ninety-first to bring it on a sub for twenty minutes. Weird. Um, no, what? Yeah, what happened was it was given as a foul against Iorfa, which was so soft. Yeah, <clears throat> that definitely should have been a corner. Um, okay, thirty-three minutes into extra time, another long punt, punt forward punt. A long punt, punt, a long punt forward from Comrade Dawson. Uh, a long punt forward by Dawson. Gregory competes enough to send the ball straight up in the air. Anderson heads down, but FDB in- intercepts, then smartly passes back to Gregory and makes a run beyond him. Gregory uses the distraction to turn his man and head into the box. He drops his shoulder, creates a little pocket of space, and from there he cuts a chipped cross back to the penalty spot, where Windass arrives unmarked. He dives to head the ball goalwards. It looks like another easy gather for the impressive Isted, but he inexplicably palms it into the roof of his net rather than away. Josh Windass, the hero. Wednesday, the winners. Thoroughly deserved, and what a way to do it. The last kick of the game. <laughs> did, did it again. There's, these Wednesday boys have done it again. <laughs> Sensational. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a final flourish. As we were all preparing for penalties and mourning the fact that we'd already lost a couple of our, probably a couple of our potential penalty kick takers. Mm-hmm. Um, what, a, what a season. What a team. <laughs> What more is there to add? What more is there to add? I think that's it. Just yeah, just a breathtaking finale. Just just incredible. Um, you know, everything around talking about afterwards how Windass said 
you know, looked like he was going to be, you know, in the build-up Bannon saying to him, you know, this is a big game. You are the man yeah. for a big game moment. Yeah. And, and yeah, he certainly delivered. So thank you. Thank you, Josh Windows. It was great. And then, you hear, yeah, you hear that they've been working on that all week, supposedly, was him arriving late in the box. Um and it didn't. We didn't see any benefits of that until the very last moment. Uh, yeah, incredible. Um, such good work from Gregory. And if you think, you know, we've been questioning his fitness and uh, things all season, and then in the hundred and twenty third minute, he's the guy that's running in the box and crossing it. Um, huge testament to to him and his his. Uh, well, yeah, his athleticism still in these in these in these dwind- these dwindling old years of his career uh, still got a lot to give. So does us swimwear bod? <laughs> swimwear bod, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's so much better. I mean, obviously, it's cruel after such a kind of long, arduous game and all the swings of momentum. It's cruel for anybody to to lose, but somebody has to. But I think I think most people would prefer an actual goal to decide things than penalties. And I think the other two finals have been decided on penalties. And I'm, I think, well, it's really good. It was a relief to not go to penalties ourselves, but I also just think, yeah, penalties is such a sort of naff way to decide things. Really. It's better that it's the two teams that decide things during the the run of the game. Um, And just, I think the justice bit comes from, because obviously we'd already scored such a lovely goal. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. Rightly disallowed, but uh, having had the ball in the back of the net already, you've got that taste for it. Um, Incredible. I mean, who would you, who would you have as your kind of star man for the, for the game? Uh, It's a really difficult question. The sky thing is you give it to Windass because he got the goal. Well, it's tempting to do that because I mean, who else do you really kind of look at and kind of, you know? Yeah. Ban- Bannon was pretty good. I think Bannon had a really good game. Having yeah. said he wasn't a big occasion man, I thought he stood up to the occasion by and large uh, until until he could take no more. Uh, <laughs> you say he's more of a wee occasion man. <laughs> wee occasion man. A wee man for the big occasion. <laughs> um, yeah, what a treat. What a treat. Sort of drink. I loved seeing all the stuff post-match. Um what a dancer! What a move of Volks's. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, bring just just bringing out the worm and all the moves. Oh, who knew he had all the moves? <laughs> There's a great shot, kind of catches him in motion with his foot kind of splayed out, doing one of his moves, and the rest of the team sort of gathered around him in a circle. Um, but that was that was one of the the many many highlights post game uh, to to drink in. <laughs> So, like, just to, to kind of crown and to toast off this episode, Rich, like, what what were your kind of memories of, you know, of the winner, of the moments following that, of the full time, yeah. the celebrations? No. What can you, what can you well, share? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, just pandemonium, people grabbing each other and um, just disbelief, I think, because you were so far along the road of it's going to go to penalties. We kind of, and who knows then? It's just a complete crapshoot. Um, so you, this team again doing it after the last second, <laughs> uh, like like the Palmer goal. Um, I think it just put it. Me- it means that we can enjoy everything from this season. I, I, when we first did our our first boob session, um, we were talking about you know how do you assess this season, and it's hard not to take the end part of it out. But in and of itself, and it, uh, an extraordinary season. But 
getting promoted, doing what we actually needed to do at the end of the day means that now when we look back, it's a tremendous, successful, wonderful season that we can all enjoy rather than a what might have been, what if. Mm. Um, And so I think that was, I think actually when you boil it down, the feeling is relief more than anything else. Um, And I think that's what you saw from the players as well post-match. I think Windass did a great job of kind of describing, he's like, you know, we shouldn't have been here in this league. We shouldn't have been here in this playoff final. You know, we shouldn't have, you know, all these things like shouldn't have happened, but it didn't matter as long as we did what, what we needed to do, the job that we were set out to do, then it then it all didn't matter and it all ends up looking nice and rosy at the end of the day. And I think that's that's where you get to is more than joy, it's relief, yeah. I think. Yeah. You're on the same same page, really. Same thing, yeah. It, it, it feels like you're under a stay of execution you're just kind of waiting for that kind of blessing to get going and to just think, okay, now I can, now we can enjoy, but it just, yes, it just feels so, I think this is kind of going to go into a lot of things thinking about the season review is like, I feel like I've just been vetted and guarded and in wait to just, you know, to have things end in failure that I haven't had the chance to kind of really give time to think about being successful because i think we were all there i think we you know we were naturally all there we all thought it was like yeah it felt like looking like it was going to be a bit of a formality obviously such a pride usually you know comes before comes before a fall so it, it it very much did but you know having to get back in against everything just be successful i just i never have felt that especially kind of looking back at last year's playoffs, thinking about playoffs, just the last three times in playoffs, you know, have been unsuccessful. Yeah. Doesn't give me a great rosy feeling. Um, I don't hate the playoffs. (laughs) No, you know, yeah. And everybody does. It's it's not a fun time for anybody involved. No. Um, Yet it's really funny that like, you know, in the celebration and like just drinking in everything that's been afterwards, you know, in terms of the videos, in terms of yeah. fan videos, in terms of, hey, we've got a promotion parade. Hey, you know, the players are celebrating, the fans are celebrating, just everything to do with that. It's just been really funny to be like, well, of course you need a, a, of course you need something to signify success, but it feels weird that you come third or no, you, you come third yeah. by the process of winning the playoffs effectively yeah. and you get a cup for it. Yes, yes. And I would do the same that all my friends have done and my family have done by going down and having pitch taken with said cup in the Wednesday <laughs> megastore, you know, and, you know, and you need something to tout because when you are, you know, celebrating on an open top bus through the city center, which is a thing that like everybody does, right. You know, then you need something to, to thrust into the air, to celebrate and say, Hey, this is, this is signified of a success and what we've achieved. But it still seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's so weird. So you, so you get something for first, you don't get anything for second, and then <laughs> you you get something for the playoffs. But then like going through the playoffs is an achievement. It's a huge yeah. achievement. It is. It's, it's a tournament to itself, isn't it? Like you have to do well in the league to qualify, but it's yeah. its own. It's three separate marathons, but mm. you're looking at the first two marathons. Marathon. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that word anymore. Like as being joint kind of. Aggregate things, but it's three separate events, and they're all huge. They're big, massive yeah. kind of endurance tests. Yeah, 
And Especially when you, in the first marathon, decide to not run the marathon at all. And then it's actually, we've got to do two marathons at once in the second marathon. Right. And then you've got to clean up your underpants when you decide to shit yourself in the first one. You know, you've, you've got the, you know, you've got the, the house admin of doing, doing the washing up and trying to get those stains out before you get back to do the full two marathons in the first, yeah, the second leg. Have you ever tried getting feces off one of those tinfoil coats? It's not easy. <laughs> I, I rang around all the, uh, I rang around all the, uh, all the, all the tazzers and like, it, it just, I'm like, how it is like, you know, like, no, sorry, no one's ever, no one's ever shat on one of those, uh, <laughs> those marathon tinfoil things. So you're on your own there. Please, please let us know because we'd like to know, to tell tell future people <laughs> who've just bricked it all over, you know, a big giant foil thing. <laughs> all right. Well, should we, um, should we wrap this this bad boy up? Yeah, let's do that. Well, uh, yeah, pleasure to talk it all back through with you, Luke, and. Um, Oh, we've done it. Championship, here we come. Championship, here we come. We have achieved promotion from League One. We'll be in the second tier of English football next season. Yes. Uh, one step further away from uh, Wrexham. <laughs> exactly. We're just constantly trying to get away from the boogie, the Hollywood boogeyman of uh, Wrexham. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's say cheerio for now then. And uh, look after yourself, folks. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Yep. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye.